the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women regain control of their lives. Welcome, folks. I'm glad that you're here with us tonight. We're really happy to be with you. We're going to be talking about devotion. That's the main topic tonight, but we always open up about praises of um, what we have done with the homeless out there. So, guys, I'm going to welcome you guys to the show, Blaine and Ed. Um, tell me a little bit your praise reports. Well, you know, my praise report is kind of long. <laughs> no, no, I'll let Ed go first. I just want to say, um, listeners, audience, thanks for listening. And, um, you know, your prayers and your support go a long way. And I just want to let you know that what these men and what we saw this week was, um, I think we've been out there almost seven years, guys, and there's more prayer going on. I'm going to cry. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to cry. There was The women in our group were praying, laying hands and praying for people. And i got to tell you, the energy, the spirit moving, the word flowing, and the love flowing, um, that's what's going on. And, and this past Saturday, i got to tell you guys, it was just a very beautiful time to where, for me, mm-hmm. being out there, it was like, you know what? I'm glad I'm here. Yeah. I'm just serving Jesus. You know, I'm taking time out of my schedule, not for me or not to boast or anything else. We're serving Jesus, and, and Jesus showed up, man. He always did, but uh, he always does. But it was just a very beautiful experience, and you guys were calling for prayer, and the women, and women praying for women, and just large groups. It was just happening. It was a beautiful time. You know, it really was. We had a, a lady that came out. She, We were huddled up in a big prayer there, and the women were praying, and we had a couple other women come up, and so we got all the women together, mm-hmm. and we were praying. And as that prayer was going on, I felt someone touch the back of my my hand my back of my back with the hand and i didn't you know look too much because we're in the prayer and finally when the prayer was ending there was a lady behind me and she said i seen you all praying over here and i was in the car and i need some prayer would you pray for me (laughs) and she we started praying and she broke down and started crying and she said, this is what I needed, and I was searching. And, you know, that's going to make me cry because that's the evidence of God and the glory of it. And, you know, and, and it's – I'm going to switch it over to one of you guys because that <laughs> that was very, very powerful. It was. And, and, and it was like that the whole day pretty yeah. much. It wasn't just that one sector. Yeah. Yeah, there was one lady that we had uh, – she'd run out of gas and uh, couldn't get to work. So we had put gas in her car, and she said she would be out. 
But she came out and was very thankful for what we did. For what we did, but she joined in and was praying for people. I think you guys prayed for her as well. We'll give you a little follow up on that. That was Joanne. She, yeah. We helped her out. You went out there, matter of fact, and got her. Um, we we um, you called. I told you she's going to need some gas. You went over there and got her some. We got her some gas from mm-hmm. Cornerstone, and she came to church on Sunday and gave yeah. her life to the Lord. Woo! Praise yeah. God. Ain't that <laughs> something? I, yeah. I think that was such a great testimony. She um, she came. She says she was going to show up. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. But majority of when they usually say it, they usually do. But she came, and I seen her, and I said, hey, Joanne, come on over here. I got you over here. So we got her in the group there, set her down. And and, and she ended up um, surrendering her life to the Lord, and, and praise God. So yeah. She, that, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, yeah. She came out and was really thankful, and she stood around. In fact, she prayed. That was what surprised me. I don't, I don't know if she prayed uh, allowed her, but she was putting her hands on, and I could see her lips moving. So she was she was kind of praying yes. then. So uh, so that's great that she made that commitment. Yeah. yeah. And that woman um, that came and put a, sh- a hand on you, uh-huh. isn't it great when you're praying, all of a sudden you feel a hand, you're like, is that an angel, man? <laughs> and, and really it is, in, in a yes. way. Um, but that woman, she was not homeless. She saw a group of people, believers right. in Jesus Christ, praying for one another, and she needed some of that. And I just thought that was beautiful. She didn't need any help. She didn't need any food, no clothing. She just saw prayer. And she that woman, that. God met her. Yes, yeah. he, yes he did. And, yeah. you know, and that's what it was. I thank you for telling me that because I didn't get up to get to her. We were helping someone at that time. So I'm glad yeah. you're giving me the information on that. Yeah. But praise God. See, folks, that's what it's about, man. It's uh it's about giving the glory to God and letting mm-hmm. God do His work. You know, yeah. as long as we're faithful and and dealing with uh, what He has given in us, and plus uh, just being with Him, and and that's what the whole topic tonight is about devotion. And so I'll go ahead and we'll go, ahead, guys. You got any more you want to say? Go no, on. I think we'll. I'm good. Go ahead. We'll okay, go we'll go from there. All right, <laughs> and uh, let's see what God has to say about devotion. Okay, so this is what um, I'm going to start off with: with Romans 12. One uh, verses one and two, and this is what God says about it. it. Says, "Dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all He has done for you. Let them be living and holy and uh, holy sacrifice, the kind He will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship Him. Don't copy the behavior and custom of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God." to know God uh, will to know God's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect and amen on that so you know it's about devotion and you know um, I wrote this down and this is what I wrote down about devotion devotion to God is demonstrating by seeking to follow his will and allowing him to transform our lives and to make us more and more like him and I have to look back on my devotion with God Am I vote devoted every day to reading the Bible? I I was, and then I mess up, and then I get back into my devotion. And the devotion time is to spend our time with Him, totally devoted. Prayer time, seeking Him, you know, being in His Word, seeking God, listening to the Word that God gives us and the direction that He leads us. What we do when we don't do that, folks, is that we miss opportunities 
that he has prepared for us long ago on mm-hmm. our path. And so, and I know that I don't want to miss God. I don't want to miss what he has to say. I don't want to miss any opportunity that he has for me. So that leads me to my next, um, uh, uh, I wrote down my next uh, verse. It's going to be here. I'm go- I wrote down, be fully devoted to God. And I got that out of First Chronicles 28, 9. And this is what it says. And this is King. Um, this is David talking to Solomon. And Solomon, my son, learn to know the God of your ancestors, and um, intimately. So you know, get to know Him in a loving, loving way. Worship Him. Worship and serve Him with your whole heart and a willing mind. For the Lord sees every heart and knows every plan and thought. If you seek Him, you will find Him. Mm-hmm. But if you forsake Him, He will reject you. And it goes on to say, so take this seriously. And that's the next verse. That's the opening line it opens. So we need to seek God with a whole heart. I know in my devotion time that I need God all the time. When I'm without God and things seem to start happening, who do I run to? I don't run to my mom. I don't run to my kids. I don't run to anybody else. I run to God. And I ask God, what is going on and how can we get back on the path? (laughs) So that was one there. And then, you know, the next one I wrote down here was worship God with devotion. And I got that on the next chapter out of 1 Chronicles 29.9. And that states here, I'll go ahead and read that one. And it says here, the people rejoice over the offerings for they give freely and wholeheartedly to the Lord. And King David was filled with joy. <clears throat> David knew how to worship the Lord. His devotion to God was very, very real, folks. He had a, all his life. He knew how, when he, when he sinned, he knew who to go to. He went to the Lord wholeheartedly. He was he was his heart was after God's heart, you know, sure and was. and it really was. And it says, you know, and I think this way: Christians are called to uh, be wholeheartedly and joyful to give to the Lord. We need to give to the Lord. When we give to the Lord, the Lord can give back for people that we touch to out there mm-hmm. in the homeless ministry. You know, mm-hmm. when we do that, we are given freely. We are giving to bless them, to bless you know for their life. But the main purpose is that we want them to see God as the way we feel God. And God is not a God that is what he does for me, Ed, he might do a little different for you. He, but generally, he's the same God, you know. But, but I want, we want them to focus on him because once you get God, God is a, a man that will, will – a God that will lead you in the right direction and use you if you let him use you. Yeah. In that, yes, sir. I just want to say one quick thing. You're you're absolutely right. God has a pattern for for what He wants, but He deals with each of us because we're individuals, and yes. He deals with us as individuals. Absolutely, thank you. And that's what I was getting to because you know we're all different and we're all unique, and that's the way He made us. So yeah. that led me over to and um, um, over to Psalms uh, two and uh, excuse me, Psalms five, two and three. And I'll go ahead and read that. Um, I wrote down here. says, be devoted to prayer. Prayer is a huge, huge, huge uh, <laughs> gift in my life. I'll use that as a gift because I love prayer. It's a, I can go to God in any situation, whether joyfully, 
sad, in between, messed up, mixed up, every different direction you want to go. God is always there to listen, to be there for you, and he seeks that. He wants that. That is love. He wants that inner um that um, interaction interaction thank yep. you Blaine interaction uh, between you because there's a point where you can grow and I and like I said these are all not my words this is God's word so that's why I give scripture out and I'll go to it with that one in uh, Psalms again 5 verses 2 and 3 this is King David and he says listen to my cry for help my king and my God for I pray to no one but you and it goes on to three. Listen to my voice in the morning, Lord. Each morning I bring my request to you and wait expectantly. He knew God's going to deliver. We need that too, folks. You be devoted to God. God's going to deliver to you. And I, it's something that probably will amaze you, which is the gifts that he'll give you. Uh, the devotion that you give him is what he's going to give to you. He even gives us more than what we really deserve. And so I'm going to go ahead and stop on that, Ed, because I'm running out of time. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and give it to you to let you um, go next. Okay. Well, I'm going to pick up where you left off because you talked about David uh, being a man after God's heart. So when I looked at this devotion, I thought, well, who would be better, give us a better example of someone who's devoted to God than David? If he's if he's man after God's own heart, well, when David brought the uh, the uh, ark into Jerusalem, he sang and danced as they brought it in. And fortunately, in in First uh, uh, Chronicles, they record his song, and it's a song of devotion. Hmm. So I, I'm going to I'm not going to do the whole thing because it would take all day, but. Uh, just to do a few verses, uh, and it starts out in First uh, Chronicles uh, 16, verse 8, and it gives us seven things that we can sh- do to show God our devotion. And I'm just going to read them and then go back over and talk about the points. Uh, verse 8 says, Give thanks to the Lord and proclaim His greatness. Let the whole world know what He has done. Sing to Him. Yes, sing His praises. Tell everyone about His wonderful deeds. Exalt his holy name. Rejoice, you who worship the Lord. Search for the Lord and his and for his strength. Continually seek him. And I like that last one. But you go back and look at this, the things that we can do to show God our devotion to God. One is to give thanks. Mm. And I think I've said this before. If you get up in the morning and you say, God, show me what you're doing in my life today, he's going to show you. And you ought to be all day long giving thanks. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm kind of one of these that, that I kind of sum things up at night. At night, I say, God, whatever I didn't thank you for during the day, I'm thanking <laughs> you for now because there's so many things he does. But I try to give him thanks when those things happen. And uh, the other is to proclaim his greatness. Well, he is a supreme being. He created all there is, and we need to share that with people. Yes. There's so much st- stuff out there that nowadays, and it's getting worse and worse, and our, our schools don't allow teachers to pre- uh, teach about God anymore. So kids go to school, they get this uh, four or five hours a day of the a- uh, atheist uh, teaching, and yet people don't take their kids to, to uh, Sunday school to learn the truth about God. They need to get that because mm-hmm. unless they're teaching them, there's no place you're going to get it. Schools won't give it to them. 
Uh, so we need to proclaim his greatness of, of all of creation. Let the world know what he's done. Then verse 9, it says, uh, sing to him, sing praises. And I think that's something else that we should be doing all day long is uh, I, 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 thankfully the, the the uh, scripture says, make a joyful noise. And when I'm singing, that's what it is, joyful noise. Yeah. But it doesn't make any difference. God mm-hmm. wants those praises regardless of how you sound. And it says, tell everyone about his wonderful deeds. I love telling people what God has done for me. And he's, Amen. Well, I mean, he's done something. He's doing something for me right now. I had a problem with my car. It's going to be, they said, about $3,500 worth of uh, repairs on it. So... I talked to the girl, and she says, let me see what I can do. So I get a call back. Now, this is a car that's out of warranty, and uh, they're fixing my car for nothing. That's got to be God. That's well, got to be God. I would think. That's great. So, so Wait, those are this? The, yeah, those are the things that I, I want to tell people. Hey, God, God I, you know, I don't have $3,500. I mean, the car is only worth about seven, so, so I don't have $3,500 to put in it, but God provided the repairs. Praise God. Those are the things we need to be talking about, and that shows our devotion to God is when we share with others. Verse 10 says, exalt his holy name. You know, we should be exalted. We should be encouraged just with God. And the fact that people call us Christians should be something that we are proud of. Not proud of ourselves, but proud of God that he has called us into his kingdom. Yes. And it says, you who worship the Lord. So we should be worshiping him all the time. And verse 11 says, search the Lord for his strength. But I like this last line. It says, continually seek him. Mm. And we should be doing that all along. Now, God has devoted to us as well as our devotion to him. I'm trying to get through this in a hurry here. But um, in uh, verse uh, 15 of this same thing, it says, remember his covenant. The covenant he made to a thousand generations. Think of that. Yes. A thousand generations. And that covenant is as good today as it was the day he made it. So his devotion to us is that when he makes a promise, it's going to be fulfilled no matter how long it takes. Um, and that what, what, was, what was the covenant? Verse 18 tells us, I'll give you the land of Canaan as your special uh, possession. Well, they, he gave the land to them. They got run out of it. But where are they today? Right back in the land God gave them. And they'll be there till he returns. That's right. So God was good on his promise. And that's his devotion to, to the Jewish people. And then I like verse 22 um, because this is a threat to the rest of the world. It says, do not touch my chosen people and do not hurt my prophets. So Amen. he stands with us in protection, taking care of us. And when things like, seem like they're going really bad, really going south, God's still there. Yeah. And, and uh, if you go in the New Testament, I, I think it's Romans chapter 7, that he does all things... Uh, he makes all things work for those who are in. Uh, I can't remember yeah, those who are in Christ. Yeah. Eight twenty-eight. Yep, eight twenty-eight. Right. So, so he's here with us. He's making the, even the bad things turn out good. Absolutely. Uh, and that's how he is, shows his devotion to us. Right. He'll even make your enemies at peace with him. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you Great. know, uh, I always love following you guys because uh, you know we're, we're talking about devotion, and we, we've got some examples in the Bible, but. What a great point, Pastor Ed. Thank you so much. I know that's uh, that that touched somebody out there, you guys. Mm-hmm. God is devoted to us. He will not give up. 
He will Amen. never leave us. He'll never That's forsake right. us. Amen. And as you said with uh, Romans eight twenty eight, man, he he will he will make things good. Um, for those who are in Christ Jesus, according to his purpose. But anyway, guys, um, you know, you guys had uh, the Bible gives us many examples. I decided to choose our apostle um, Paul. And in Paul, I'm going to read a couple of scriptures from the book of Philippians, chapter three. The title of this one, guys, and I know you looked at it. I'm glad I got to choose this one because we don't we don't go over this till we get here. It says all for Christ. And and we know, as, as Paul was used, um, in chapter 3, he goes over how he's, you know, if anybody's going to boast, he's the Hebrew of Hebrews. He's been persecuted. He's he's the guy. He's a Pharisee. He's 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 it. But then, he's, then we get to, to verse number 7, and that's what I'm going to read to you. Um, Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 and 8, it says, But... But what things were gained to me, these things I have counted loss for Christ. It says, yet indeed I also count all these things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ. Um, You know, we know this, guys. I mean, uh, Paul was transformed when he met Jesus, is what he did to us, wasn't it? And it's what he does to all, all, all folks out there, all sinners. We looked at Jesus. He transforms us. He does the work. His Holy Spirit gives us the strength. And it's that Holy Spirit that reminds us on a daily basis, not only about our devotions, um, staying in, being in, I, I like to tell, I, I explain to my adult daughter, you know, when we sit, when we can't sleep at night, um, to just snuggle up in a chair with God's word, you're snuggling up with God the Father, and he's speaking to you, and he's healing, and he's restoring, and he's giving his promises, and he's wiping away the tears. So we can look at devotion at many things. Um, Paul was devoted with everything. He had everything, you guys. He was wealthy. He was rich. He was he was knowledgeable, and he counted it all for loss. So I love the title of this. I love I love what the Bible tells us about these things. But then again, sometimes go ahead. No, Blaine. You know, I just want to cabbage. You know, God just put that in my heart when you just said that about Jesus and about Paul. About Paul going to Damascus, he. Uh, he was knocked off his horse because God asked him, why are you persecuting me? But you know what? He was doing the work for God. He thought he was doing the work for God as a Pharisee yeah. and was going at But God had to show him. So he was devoted. So I just that just came to my, you know, my thing. But yes. It, 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 well, he was very devoted, as we know, persecuting yes. the church. And then he became devoted uh, sharing the good news. About Jesus. and But, you know, as we talk around here, guys, and we do, we're sharing with you folks out there on the radio waves. Again, thank you for being there. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it takes a long time. And, John, you had mentioned earlier um, about devoted in prayer. And uh, I, we all have tons of stories. I've got stories of some folks praying for people for 40 years, just as the prophet Jeremiah. He went and preached. 40 years, nobody got saved. Um, so the devotion time is it's not about who you are. It's not about your faith. It's not about your faithfulness. Mm-hmm. It's about our God. And we, I'm getting pretty serious here. I, I should probably uh, lighten up around here. I'm sorry. It's about our God, you, you guys. It's about our Abba Father. Um, and his love we're devoted to him and when we, when we spend time in his word um, he's going to wrap us up but then I want you all to to, to um, uh, I've got another scripture here out of um, Isaiah 40 and I'm going to start in 29 it says he gives power to the weak 
And to those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and not be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But, there's another but, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So, you know what, folks? Don't get tired of your devotions. Don't get tired. It's all about God. I'm gonna, I'm, I had another scripture that I'm not going to share tonight, but... The, the encouragement is, is do not give up. The devotion is to your loving Father in heaven. He hears our prayers. Give him your time. Give him your prayers. Give him your tears. Stay in his word. Stay in his promises. And he's going to carry us through. Amen on that. I love that, Blaine. Guys, we're really good. I love the way the Spirit just touches each and every one of our hearts in a way, different way. So I hope, folks, that meant something to you out there. And like I like the way you said it, Blaine, too. Devotion time is spending time with God. Devote your time to him. Spend your time with him. Let God open up new avenues, new roads for you. See what God can really do. Ask God. Let him show it to you. Say, God, show me what you want. Show me the opportunities to, for I can work for you and to do your great deeds. But you get all glory, Lord. So, guys, I want to give you all the final say-so at the very end here, and then we'll go up into closing. So... Go ahead, Blaine. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I was a little bit on fire there. Um, yeah, the devotion time has carried us. You know, don't think that you're out there on your own. Um, we all in this room, the pastors you know, the, the, the prophets, the evangelists, they're all going through, through something. But I think the key that gets them up, the pastors that gets them out of bed on Sunday, is their devotion time to their God relying on his strength and relying on that spirit so that they can get up on that day so can we so we can encourage each other amen yeah I, mine is if you're going to do uh, if you want to be devoted to god you need to keep him as, as number one thought in your mind mm-hmm. and uh, see him in action and give him his praise and that's how you show your devotion to God. Amen, folks. There you go. Devotion, just like what Blaine was saying, Ned said, you know, you're getting up and going to church in the morning. I mean, on Sundays, you're devoted. You can do devotion anytime and every time and every day. So do that and keep God working in your life. Hey, I'd like to give a shout out to Goodwill. Hey, Kim and Anna, I thank you so much for helping us out for with the homeless by giving them food. And, I mean, giving them clothing. And we'd like to give a shout out to Javier over Simbrero. Say, Javier, thank you and your family for the blessings that you give us that we can bless others uh, with the food. And also with Steve Forsythe over at the Elkhorn Westland Church. Hey, Steve, we appreciate your help that so we can bless. And same with you, Jeremy, over there at Skyline. I really appreciate all that you do. Um, folks, I hope this has um, been a good topic for you tonight. I know we all can get a little better in our devotion. So let's do that, and let's see what God uh, leads us to. Alrighty, I thank you, and I hope that you have a good night, and may the Lord bless you. Amen. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on KPraise. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.